Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Weinstein and I'm the host of this podcast. I can't remember if I introduced myself that way or not in the last episode because I know I recorded it in between the wedding and going on our honeymoon, so can't totally remember because that entire time period was just a total blur to me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, that's my new last name. I am still Abby Aslan in a way. I changed or I am changing my middle name to basically be like my maiden name and still remaining Abby Aslan like on my social media, YouTube platforms and everything. But I am soon to legally be technically legally am Abby Weinstein now. So still feels really weird to say. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get used to saying that. But Welcome back. I was going to say it feels like forever since I've talked to y'all, but it actually has been forever. I'm currently recording this the day before the episode goes live, so on January 21st, and I have been home from our honeymoon for a week now, and this past week has been really chaotic. I was totally planning on getting this podcast episode recorded sooner because I was trying not to have work to do on the weekend with content creating stuff, but here we are. It's totally fine though. So this past week was just a little crazy because of getting back from the honeymoon. I am very thankful for it, but I had a ton of work to do with content creating with like brand deals and everything and had to spend a lot of time this week filming and editing a lot more than I anticipated. So then I wasn't really able to unpack and unbox all of our wedding weekend stuff and get our house in order. And I'm doing this whole home reset video for 2024 vlogging it and gonna have it up on YouTube soon I've just been cranking out filming and editing and still have to do a lot of that this week but it feels so good I'll take it any day and every day over my corporate job that I was working and I'm very thankful for it but all that being said we also had the freeze this past week in Texas and our pipes froze so we had like a stressful two days with that not really knowing it was kind of like I was just walking on eggshells I felt like the entire time I was home for those two days I was so nervous like a pipe was just gonna explode at any point and we ended up staying at my in-laws house for a night because we didn't have running water Um, it was like two days and one night that we didn't have running water and our kitchen sink is still not back to full water pressure for some reason but everything else is totally normal So need to get that looked at because it's making doing dishes extremely time consuming and difficult and I hate doing them. So that's where we're at, but I'm really excited for this week's episode. We're going to be talking about the mindset that I'm focusing on for 2024 to not settle, to stop self-sabotage and to overall just welcome more good and positive things into my life and kind of the mantra that I think of when I say all of that is when you let in the good, the good gets even better. And I just kind of had that phrase randomly pop in my head last week. And I was like, I need to talk about this just because I have noticed such a big shift in my overall headspace in terms of my mindset and my mental health with the last month with all of the change that I've gone through. Y'all know I quit my corporate job mid-December and I'm doing content creation full-time now for the time being. If you haven't listened to the episode about quitting my job, um, you can definitely do so. I talk a lot about like my next steps career-wise in that episode and just share a lot about like why I quit, but I don't want to, you know, go over all of that again, hash it all out again in this episode, of course. So if you are interested to hear those things, definitely go listen to that episode, but pretty much quit my corporate job, doing content creation full-time for the time being until I figure out what my next steps are career-wise. I've been applying to jobs, haven't really gotten any interviews. Um, I haven't really applied to anything in probably a month just because of getting married on New Year's Eve and then going on my honeymoon. So right now um, I've been really busy though with content creating thankfully. So honestly, I'm not really looking at jobs or applying for any right now, but I do plan to kind of actively look once things kind of get back to a normal schedule for me a little bit. 
So I have just been really busy, though, getting the house back in order and situated. And there's been so many things that we have just neglected in our home taken care of that we need to get looked at. Like we have a little bit of water damage with one of our baseboards close to our patio door. That's, you know, we definitely need to get looked at and our patio doors need to be replaced. So, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that I didn't have time to put energy and effort into during wedding planning and working my full-time job. So really focusing on those things first and foremost. And for as long as I can do content creating full-time, I pretty much will be unless, you know, I do find a position that opens up that I do get. Um, so that's where we're at. But with all of that being said, I don't really know why I was hashing all that out. I can't really remember. But anyways, I'm back from the honeymoon. We had the best time in Costa Rica. Um, I've been sharing some content on Instagram. I was doing like little daily recaps each day we were there because I didn't really want to be on my phone much, but I did um, go ahead and just when I would wake up in the morning, I'd spend like 20 or 30 minutes getting some pictures together from the previous day, recapping the day and then sharing it. And I know a lot of y'all were loving that. So appreciate the positive feedback and everything there. And it was just fun to show y'all what we were doing in real time in a way. And I'm sharing some reels and stuff from the honeymoon too. And I actually do have a honeymoon vlog that I'll be sharing on YouTube um, soon. So I'm excited for that to go up too because I wasn't really originally planning on vlogging it. But we just did so many incredible things that I wanted to film and document. And I just really wanted to be able to look back on that time in my life. So honestly, it's not that hard to vlog without it feeling like working just because you're already doing things and you're recording them. You know what I mean? So Anyways, we had the best time. I was so thankful for the time we got to spend together intentionally to just slow down, do new adventures, try new things, visit a new place, and we had an amazing time. We loved the people. We loved Costa Rica. We want to go back, and we went to Rio Perdido, which is in the kind of dry tropical rainforest, I think is what it's called. I might be wrong. Um, more inland in Costa Rica and then we also it's about an hour from the uh, Liberia airport and we also then went to Tamarindo for the like last half of the honeymoon so we had a little bit of mountains and a little bit of beach and it was amazing we had the best time like I said it felt like we were gone for so long though we were gone including travel days for 10 days which was that's just the longest I've ever been on any sort of trip or vacation and the same is true for my husband so we were just like, holy cow, this feels like we've been here for a month, basically. But it feels good to be back on routine and getting after it in 2024 and everything. So we were just really thankful to have that time together and um, have the best time. Like I said, it was just an amazing experience. So super thankful for all of that. But before we get into the episode, y'all know I like to start out with a quote to goal and gratitude for the week. And my quote this week is coming from Pinterest. And I just think it kind of goes hand in hand with what this week's episode is about in a way. And it says, absolutely everything you do is a chance to give love. Start anytime you'd like. And I really like this. And I think that, I don't know, I'm somebody that when I'm in a not so great headspace and struggling with like my mental health or just going through something difficult... I find it difficult to give love and show love or at least to the caliber and level that I typically would when I'm in a good headspace or feeling good mentally and everything. And one of my just overall character development goals is to just be better about, not even be better, I don't want to say it that way. I just want to maintain my positive energy and my capacity for showing love and giving love through all seasons of life. I know that it's going to look the same or look different in different seasons of life and depending on how I'm feeling, but I have just seriously something that I've just noticed the older I get is if you just take a second to just be a little extra kind, take that extra step to make somebody's day give love, be extra kind to your friends, to your spouse, your significant other. It just, even when you're in not the best place, it does wonders for you mentally and emotionally. And, you know, when you're down in the dumps, you can kind of like bring everyone down to your level or you can just not do anything at all. But if you take that extra step and just be a little extra nice or, I don't know, just go a little bit out of your way to show love in some way 
it can seriously elevate your mood so much more and make you feel so much better and you're also helping somebody else out more than likely so I don't know I just really love that and it was funny because I saw this morning when I was just scrolling on Pinterest and I didn't have a quote yet for the episode and I just thought it was funny because there's just been several times this past week which I've just been overall besides being a little bit stressed about um, our pipes being frozen and everything I've been in a very positive headspace and just feeling really good this last week which just felt so amazing because I just I don't know it was just so much constant stress last year I felt like so it's felt really good this week and there have just been so many instances where I've you know maybe been a little bit more outgoing or a little bit more I don't want to say more kind because it wasn't like I was being mean but I was just actually showing kindness instead of being silent I guess you could say in certain situations and it made me feel good made me feel even better than I was already feeling for example when I was working out at f45 and um one of the women she's a trainer but she also comes to a lot of the workout classes um she's always you know super contagious positive energy just honest and sometimes when I'm like working out in the morning or something it's it can be a lot for me I'm like oh my gosh it's early like I don't I'm like wow you have so much energy that's amazing I love that for you but I'm not on your level at all you know what I mean and just going out of my way to because she hadn't like said hey to me yet and usually she's she is always like hey how are you doing how's your day going how's the workout today whatever she's always the one having that starting that conversation and today when I was working out I was like you know what I'm gonna ask I'm gonna be the one to initiate that like I'm gonna be the person to ask her how her day's going how she's doing and I just I she literally like lit up when I said hey to her she hadn't said hey to me yet and was just so sweet and then she started asking me some questions and I was like why did that just make me feel so good and I was like you know it feels really nice to just jump out of your shell a little bit and you know not just go through the motions and things in life and you can even do this to your freaking like cashier at the grocery store or something you know what I mean it doesn't have to be somebody you see on a regular basis just ask somebody how they're doing and it's as simple as that and it I don't know what it is it's just actually I do know what it is it's truly just the essence of being kind to people (laughs) that makes you feel so much better and just I don't know it's such a good way to boost your mood in a way and it's so low effort you know what I mean and you never know when someone needs to hear a kind word or just be encouraged in some way shape or form so I just think it can go a really long way with such minimal effort you know what I mean so my goal this week is to get my sleep routine back in order and start waking up early again because uh honeymoon time which honestly on our honeymoon we had several mornings where we woke up pretty early because of little things we had planned like excursion wise uh the first place we stayed at Rio Perdido they had like complimentary yoga but it was at like 7 30 in the morning so we got up at like 6 30 then we went on a mountain biking sunrise adventure we had to get up for at 4 30 for that <laughs> and it was like our second day there um the second day of our honeymoon and oh I was like wow we are uh really just saying screw sleep on our honeymoon here but eventually like once we were there for like two or three days we started sleeping in more and I was getting it I was getting such good sleep y'all for the most part not really at the second place we stayed because the bed wasn't very comfy at the second place we stayed but the first like I'd say five to seven days of the honeymoon my aura ring was telling me my sleep score was like 92 95 97 and I was like oh my gosh my scores are never this high because for some reason at home my restfulness aspect of my sleep score is always almost always in the red it wasn't last night actually which is great but it's almost always in the red and this past week I there were two different mornings that I woke up at like 4 30 and could not fall back asleep so I was just tossing and turning for two hours until like 6 30 6 45 and then I'd fall back asleep for an hour hour and a half and then finally get up so I've just been really tired this week and also you know getting into routine again after traveling and even just like working out again like your body is just feeling so different because you know I didn't work do my typical workouts I was exercising and stuff on my honeymoon in different ways just with being active outside and everything but in terms of you know strength training and intense cardio (laughs) training I didn't do anything for basically like three weeks so it's taken a toll on me this week and I was staying up late some this week so I was trying to get editing done and really just get some things at the house done or I would sit on my phone because I'd have like all these thoughts in my head and like oh I need to look at this I need to make a to-do list for this day whatever 
And I just was not being good about kind of setting my boundaries at night in terms of going to bed early. And I want to get back to my normal sleep schedule that I was on, you know, pre-wedding and before I um, quit my job and everything too and while I was working. I love going to 6.30 a.m. workout classes so, so much. So really want to get back to waking up at 6 and that way I can... I feel like if I can do that and start my work day and with like creating content and everything by nine or at nine, I can work like nine to four for the most part and get a lot done. And then, and you know, some days it's not going to be that long, but it would be nice because then I can be better about like starting dinner earlier because I feel like I'm really bad about just like taking a break during the evening and then starting dinner late. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I eating dinner at like eight o'clock? So (laughs) I want to be better about just my overall sleep routine and going to the um, 6.30 workout classes again and getting to bed, going to sleep, getting to bed early and going to sleep early. Um, I don't like to stay up super late because I feel like it just really, if I'm staying up late, a lot of the times it's not for good reason, you know, like I'm on my phone or something silly like that. So anyways, getting into my gratitude, then we'll get carry or carry on into the episode. But my gratitude this week, I am so thankful, which I was just vlogging today and I was talking about this in the vlog, but this is the first Sunday in over two years that I haven't had Sunday scaries. And that's because it's, well, okay, I don't want to say it's the first Sunday because on the honeymoon and on wedding day, which was on a Sunday, I didn't have Sunday scaries. <laughs> but the first normal Sunday where I'm like at home in a normal routine and everything since before I started my job that I have had Sunday scaries and I nearly was moved to tears standing in Whole Foods this morning because I had to um, drop off some Amazon returns and I grabbed a coffee while I was in there and I was it just like randomly hit me I was like today's Sunday and I just feel amazing and I don't feel you know this crippling anxiety that I have been feeling every Sunday for so long and it just felt so good (laughs) to realize like I am grateful and I am happy and it just was overwhelming and I just felt like this overwhelming sense of peace that I'm right where I need to be almost and I'm just really grateful for it and I can't say all of that without you know saying thank you to you all because I wouldn't be able to say that if it wasn't for the platform you'll give me through the podcast and my YouTube channel and Instagram and everything like that so seriously thank you a bunch But anyways, getting into this episode and really I'm just kind of labeling this as a mindset. I feel like that's the broadest label I can give everything I'm talking about in this episode. But I have realized a lot of things in the last couple of weeks with making this big change in my career for right now, like quitting, you know, the job I was working and I have realized that I have been holding myself back I would say and making this change in my career has been or is and was very scary but it's just opened my eyes to so much especially in regard to how much it kept me how much working that job I was working kept me from allowing good things into my life And how much I was self-sabotaging in a way and was the very thing that was holding myself back. Like I was holding myself back because of the choice I was making to stay in the job. And my job ultimately had become my number one during my two years working there. And it was at the expense of so many other things. And yes, that's partially my fault from the lack of boundaries that I had, but putting my job at number one and valuing the stability and reputation of the job over my true core values and desires and my emotional and mental health put me in this position. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ...where I was closing myself off to good things in my life. 
I often didn't have energy to do anything social when I was asked just because of how drained I was from my job. And that kept me closed off to the goodness that spending time with friends can pour into you. And the same is true of enjoying my season of being engaged. I closed myself off to a lot of the goodness of enjoying the season of being engaged, obviously unintentionally, because I let my job get the best of me and my mental and emotional health and let it consume my mind and didn't even, you know, really give myself a chance to soak it up as much as I would have liked to. And the same is true of forcing myself to stay in a job that I knew wasn't for me. Keeping myself in that environment kept me closed off from the good that other jobs hold for me or can hold for me and that are actually, you know, more right for me and more in alignment with me and my values. And I saw this is like kind of related to everything I just said, but it was funny because I was literally planning out this episode and I, you know, kind of my my flow of my thoughts kind of stopped for a moment and I ended up opening up Instagram because I was just typing it all out on my notion on my phone. And I opened up Instagram and the first thing I saw, um, the Skinny Confidential, she, Lauren uh, Bostick, she posted something and it said, when you settle in one area of your life, it bleeds into other areas of your life. And I just kind of kept scrolling and then I was like, wait a minute, that's so crazy because I feel like that's such a good statements that really aligned with everything I had just put for this podcast plan you know settling for a job that I didn't love and that was you know draining me and leaving me with no mental and emotional energy caused me to eventually settle with having a mediocre social life and caused me to honestly settle in my relationship with what I was contributing if that makes sense I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that I settled in my relationship with my husband that's literally not what I'm saying so please don't spend it as that I'm saying that how I was showing up in the relationship and what I was contributing I was settling with bare minimum effort and I'm not happy with that and I know I talked about it a little bit when I was talking about quitting my job and I got emotional because I totally lost myself and part of losing myself was losing my energy and ability to show people in my life love that they deserve and not saying that I was treating my now husband like crap or anything but because I I was you know doing all I could with what I had at the time but you know I settled for I was settling for this job I didn't love and you know I know that it's I hate talking about this sometimes just because it's so, I know it's so hard to say like, oh, don't settle for your job and find something that, you know, sets your soul on fire and all these things. But I know it's so much easier said than done. Like, I don't even really totally know what that is for me long term. But I do know that, you know, to the extent you can, if you're, if you can, you know, make, get put in the effort to find something that's as close to that as possible. You know what I mean? Don't, stand something that you know is destroying you for longer than you need to I guess is what I'm trying to say and I know like I said it's so much easier said than done and I hate talking about it because I don't want it to come off wrong because I'm not sitting here saying like quit your job and everything's gonna be okay that's literally not what I'm saying because I know that at the end of the day we have bills to pay for and you know student loans pay for it and all that good stuff so or not not good stuff we don't love that stuff but ultimately I in hindsight when I saw her say that it just you know, I kind of just saw the last two years of my life kind of play in my head when I read that. And I was like, you know, started out with settling for this job. And then I started settling when it came to content creating. And I noticed that about halfway or not halfway through the year, I'd say in the first quarter of 2023, I noticed that I was putting in very bare minimum effort on YouTube when it came to the brand deals I was doing. I just wasn't putting in a lot of effort into filming them. And I was like, I'm not proud of this anymore. And it was crushing me because it was something that I knew I was very passionate about, but I just didn't have a lot to give to it. And I, you know, made an effort, I'd say about halfway through the year to like really start putting more effort into my brand deals and like being more creative, you know, renting out studios for a few hours so I could shoot content somewhere else other than my office space at home. Not that there's anything wrong with my office space, but just to put in a little bit more effort and to help me feel more inspired. And it was really just like this domino effect of, you know, I settled and it tore me down um, and 
my corporate job and it was literally just a domino effect and then everything just started being the same thing. And long story short, I was essentially settling for mediocrity and I felt like every area of my life. And it was hard for me to kind of, I don't know, swallow that, I guess, when I saw that. But it made me realize, you know, like this is this is my year to, you know, amend those things and make the changes and pour back into my social life and pour even more into my husband in this new chapter for us. And I think that I got a lot better towards the end of the year in terms of just being a, being there emotionally for my husband or for my fiance at the time um, because I just felt like I was very emotionally absent at times in the last year just because of being so drained and everything. And Ultimately, um, before I get into the rest of this episode, I want to say that this is kind of important to lead with before getting into the rest of it, but believing in good things for yourself and believing that good things can happen to you and for you and will happen to you and for you is something that is and can be so difficult for a lot of us, but it's something that can absolutely change our lives and our mindsets and when I was planning this episode the whole phrase of your past doesn't define you kept popping up in my head and it's a great phrase that's often spoken in relation to the mistakes that we've made in life but I also think it's applicable in regard to any self-limiting beliefs that we've adopted and any self-sabotage that we've kind of inflicted on ourselves that have consequently shaped our path and who we are today. For example, maybe you're scared to open yourself up to love from someone because of a broken relationship with a parent or with a past significant other. And while that past absolutely did shape us and mold us into who we are today because it was a life-altering event, it doesn't have to write the rest of our story. And we can you know, be hurt by people and we can self-sabotage and we can have these self-limiting beliefs, but they aren't, we aren't married to them forever. You know, it's up to us to make that change and believe, you know, no, just because this happened to me in the past or whatever, it doesn't, it's not my future. And it, I can absolutely receive good things. I'm worthy of receiving good things and good things can and will happen for me. And it made me think of, I read the book Mile High by Liz Tomford when I was on our honeymoon. And it's basically this hockey romance based in Chicago. And it's this dual POV. And the female main character has a broken kind of parental relationship. And then the male main character also has some broken parental relationships. And it affects both of their abilities to allow themselves to be loved and accepted in the relationships that they pursue in the book. And it made me think, like I when I was planning this episode, I was literally thinking of that. And, you know, they went through such tremendous character growth in this book because they started out as these people that had convinced themselves that they didn't believe that they could be loved and accepted for who they are just because of how their parents had failed them in the past. And then, you know, they go through this whole book and they eventually find someone that and let them in that does love them and that accepts them and they they got to a point like there were there's literally a shift in the book and you can feel okay these characters are believing in this for themselves and they're allowing it for themselves and they're you know taking whatever steps needed to allow that good into their life and it's something that i think a lot of us think just happens And we don't have to put any effort into letting good happen for us. But you truly have to, you know, almost battle with those self-limiting beliefs that you've adopted or those, I don't know, just any thoughts that you have that convince yourself otherwise that you're not good enough or that you don't deserve love. You have to really, you know, go to battle with those thoughts and tell yourself, you know, no, just because something happened to me and it's not invalidating those things that happened to you and the way they made you feel it's accepting that they happen but deciding that you're not going to let it you know be your entire future and let it absolutely change the course like it changed the course of your life already but don't 
let it change any more than it needs to and like let the good in and allow yourself to let the good in. But in order to do that, you know, you kind of have to go to battle with those thoughts and address them and recognize them. And I am somebody that absolutely would just like go to bed at night and just be like, oh, I hope my uh, job situation just, um, you know, totally gets better tomorrow. And I wouldn't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like I would just go to sleep and hope that I'd wake up and be like, I am head over heels in love with this job after like I knew that it wasn't for me. Like I was just expecting change to happen for me and expecting good things to happen without actually making any changes. And that's just our human nature to avoid being uncomfortable basically is hoping for those things to just change for ourselves. But ultimately I ended up having to make a uncomfortable decision, a scary decision and quit that job in order to allow good into my life in that regard, in regard to my career and everything. And when we're talking about good, you know, there's objective good and there's subjective good. And obviously, you know, things such as exercising more, eating more balanced, um, spending time with your friends and family, those things are, you can argue, objectively good for us. You know, like everybody can agree those are good things. But there are some goals that we may have that may be more subjective and specific to what we want in life. And as we go through this episode, when I mention letting in the good or good things, I want you to ask yourself what letting good in looks like to you. Like what what goals do you have this year that if you achieve them or as you work towards them, what kind of good are they letting into your life? And, you know, think about those things. Or what are some things that you've done in the past, what, like maybe some decisions you've made or sometimes you've been uncomfortable and you've done something about it that have ultimately led to positive change in your life and have let good into your life. Think about those things. And believing in good things for yourself and taking the steps needed in order to let that positive change into your life is just such a catalyst for transforming your life and your mindset. And thinking about the goals you have and the things you want for yourself. I first want you all to think about what conditions must be present or what actions must you take in order to reach those goals. There will likely be things that you think of when I say that and ask that that are outside of your control that need to happen in order for you to reach those goals, but we're not really focused on those things that are outside of our circle of control. We're more so focused on the things that we can tangibly identify and say, okay, in order to reach this goal that I have for myself in 2024 or to reach this goal that I have for myself in life, I know that these conditions need to be present or that these things have to happen. And these are things that I know if I am taking action on, like they will happen basically. Like what are the what are the steps of action that help you get there? And within each of those steps of action, there's probably going to be some limitations. You know, like for example, say you want to – start and own your own business in life. Okay, well, there's probably going to be a little bit of a limitation and a barrier in regard to capital. You know, like you may need human capital, you may need financial capital in order for that to happen. And that's absolutely worth noting. But what are some steps you can take in order to get that human capital or get that financial capital? Or what are just some very baby beginning steps that you can take in order to get yourself working towards that? And then ask yourself, what's stopping you from taking action on those things and determine what things that you can act on now. And it's so funny because (laughs) when I think of the times in my life when I have been like, I want this for myself and I want to do this and it's a goal I have for myself and I was putting off starting it for whatever reason, I feel like most of the time the very thing stopping me was just myself and all of the fear that I was creating in my head and the self-limiting beliefs that I had. And let me just say, none of those goals and none of the things that you want for yourself are going to happen overnight without you doing anything or at any point, really, not even overnight. They're never going to happen if you don't drop those self-limiting beliefs and if you don't drop the excuses that you create because you're scared. And it's absolutely crazy to take a step back and ask yourself, you know, what is stopping me from taking action on these things that are wanting, that are standing between me and my goals? I feel like a lot of the times 
it is ourselves in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying for every single goal. I'm not ignorant. I know that there are some goals that require, you know, money. They require job changes, and those are very complex, difficult things. But in order to change your job, you've got to start looking for other jobs. You've got to apply to other jobs, interview for other jobs. You've got to quit your job eventually. And those are scary things. They're very scary. And I think a lot of us just we feel that fear of change and it causes us to just kind of freeze and then say, well, you know, I'll I'll try when I'm ready. Well, if you keep saying that, you know, it's not like you're going to wake up one morning and you're going to have this like defining moment where you're like, yep, I'm ready. And you may, I don't know, maybe you will. But I feel like most of the time, you know, you just have to be the one to take that action, feel the freaking fear and do it anyway. That is one of my like mottos for this year And I literally have it in my doodle planner, doodle journal. That was kind of my, here, let me actually look at it because I have my doodle journal sitting right next to me right now. I can't remember what little section of it that I put it in, but it's um, in my 2024 goals. There's a little section called my motto for 2024. And y'all know if you listen to my word of the year, um, or not my word of the year episode, my episode about 2024 where I talked about my word of the year, the word was restore that I chose. And my motto is, that I wrote down in my doodle journal is feel the fear and do it anyways. Life is too short to spend it at war with yourself. So that can be taken and applied to your life in so many different ways. And I think it even applies to this episode, you know, stop being the thing that's stopping you from reaching your goals and going after your goals just because of your self-limiting beliefs and your fear. And like I said, I know it's easier said than done. It takes a lot of work and effort on your behalf in order to do that. But anyways, once you start acting on those things, those little steps that help you get towards your goals, you will immediately, or you should immediately, at least I have in my experience, felt a shift in your life as you're essentially unlocking and opening up door and letting the good in. So here I am mentioning the good again. So think about those things and that I kind of prompted you all to think about earlier. What does letting the good in look like to you? Literally envision yourself. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Self, stepping from one stone to the next, opening a door and just allowing the good in, like letting the good happen to you despite the self-limiting beliefs you have, despite what people have made you believe about yourself in the past, and despite the times that you've kept yourself from going after what you want in your goals because of your fear. And you'll in my experience I've I'm like addicted to how amazing it feels to just say you know what screw these thoughts in my head that I'm gonna fail when I try and do something that I want and that's scary and just feeling the fear and doing it anyway you get addicted to how good it feels to just kind of act even when you're scared and it's a domino effect kind of like the domino effect of settling in life that I was talking about that Lauren Bostick mentioned it's a domino effect when you start taking action towards your goals and letting the good in. Taking one step towards that goal and noticing that change that happens in your life from taking that step towards the goal and letting a little bit of good in with each step you take, it will have you more and more excited to take the next steps. And it's not going to be this, you know, upward slope the entire time. There's going to be peaks, there's going to be valleys, there's going to be difficult times and, you know, that's inevitable, that's life. But overall, you know, making decisions and taking action, even if it's action in the wrong direction, is better than inaction at the end of the day. And then it's just a cycle of this where you take a little step to make change or to reach a goal you want. You let a little bit of good in each time you do that. And it feels better and better each time because each time, you know, even if it feels like you're going backwards, you're still moving forwards in a way towards that goal because everything that you find out that is a wrong step towards a goal is something that you at least know 
isn't right for that goal at the very least. And then it's just kind of like the cycle that you go through until you reach the goal or have the position you want, whatever it may be. And I like to think of, as an example, if you think of getting consistent with working out with all of this. If your goal is to gain muscle and work out four times a week, for example, and you identify the steps that you can take to take action on that, and they look like getting a membership somewhere, making a workout plan for yourself, etc. And you may have some limitations there. You know, you may only have a set amount of money to spend on a gym membership a month. Okay, we'll find something that works within what you've set budget-wise for yourself. And don't just say to yourself, oh, it's, you know, too expensive. Some things might be too expensive, but I can promise you there's, maybe there's like an app that you can do at home that only costs $5 a month, $10 a month. Or, you know, you can just go on runs in your neighborhood and that may not be your preferred method for the time being, but it can at least be a step towards the right direction to get you to where you want to be. And each time you commit and take action on one of those things. So say you start out by working out two times a week and then you kind of get in the hang of working out two times a week and it feels really good. Then you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to up it to three times a week. You're letting in a little bit more good each time you're taking a step towards that goal of four times a week. And you're creating positive change and momentum for yourself and giving yourself an opportunity to let goodness in each time. And it becomes a domino effect as you notice that positive change start to occur as you feel stronger and gain more energy and reach your goals, for example. And for my situation, to just kind of apply this to what inspired this episode, I guess you could say, I really wanted to give myself the opportunity to try creating content full-time so that I could take the time to really assess what I want for myself and my career long-term, which is a privilege that I'm incredibly thankful for, That I, which I feel I need to you know, disclose. And I didn't believe the last two years that I could do this for myself. I was kind of I had these self-limiting beliefs. I was telling myself, you know, you hated it the last time you did it, which was when I was in college, um, the summer between my junior and senior year. But to be honest, I, you know, wasn't, I don't know, I just, what I was doing on YouTube was just different. I, I didn't feel as motivated to do things. I wasn't in the best place mentally as is, which that's going to be any part of life, you know what I mean? But ultimately, I was, I think I was telling myself that, I was, okay, to be completely honest, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I was telling myself I would fail. I was telling myself people are going to hate you for quitting your job if you try to do content creating full-time, even if it's just an interim period where I, when you're trying to figure out what you're doing with your life and your career. People aren't going to like that you're not relatable anymore. People are going to hate on you, and you suck at taking criticism in any way, shape, or form. So in order to shield myself from that and try to – keep everybody pleased except for myself of course because you know yeah self self-sabotage <laughs> I in order to I don't know keep all that from happening I was just like no I need to you know stay in this corporate full-time job that I hate and take a similar job to it and I've kind of realized over the last few weeks I'm like no like there's no reason I need to like do I want to try another finance and accounting job yes but am I also realizing that you know it may not, it may just not be what's for me in terms of like work. I feel like I could do a lot of other jobs like teaching, for example, that I know I've talked about and I feel as though I would be a lot happier. Obviously, I don't know until I try, which that's, you know, a whole other thing. But I was self-sabotaging and just basically like, no, in order to shield myself from all of this, I'm not going to you know, try content creating full time. And I had this ignorance as bliss mindset, honestly, in a way, while I was in my public accounting job, thinking that one day I would wake up and I would have a brand deal that would make it feel more possible for me to quit or wake up and have something, a piece of content like go viral overnight. But at the end of the day, that's not what I wanted. Like, it's not like I was sitting here saying like, oh, I want to blow up on social media and oh, I want to, you know, have this be my end-all, be-all career. I was just 
so desperate for an out and I was wanting something to give me that out rather than just creating that out myself because it was so uncomfortable for me to create the out myself and quit my job myself and that's just where I got it all wrong I was counting on everyone but myself to create that change and was just kind of not wanting to put in the effort to make it a possibility to have this time period of transition where I could do content creating full-time and give it a chance and I haven't ever been able to give it a full chance and give it my all because in college I obviously had college going on um classes and everything and then you know I started working full-time and I was studying for the CPA and I was doing all these things so I've never really been able to put all of my eggs in this basket and me putting all my eggs in this basket isn't a forever thing it could be a forever thing I have when I think about my career and everything I don't see myself only doing YouTube social media full-time I don't see it being just that if it were I would I would want to have my own brand or company or business of some sorts but I just don't really know what that is yet so you know I'm only 25 I'm at the beginning of my career I am not putting pressure on myself to have that figured out and I think that the jobs that I take next whatever they may be and whenever they may be are I'm viewing them as stepping stones to get to whatever that next thing may be it's okay if your first job is not your favorite job if it's something you hate it is a learning experience and you at least are learning that it's not right for you which is just as valuable as learning what is right for you but ultimately I was putting in mostly bare minimum effort for the content that I've been putting out the last two years I mean specifically on YouTube because I'd say on the podcast I've you know worked very hard to create valuable content each week talking and everything because I don't I would rather skip a week of podcasting altogether than to put up something that I barely planned for and that I didn't have anything valuable to contribute to your ears um but mainly on YouTube just because I wasn't it's the most time consuming of all of my platforms and not really being able to take the time to edit how I wanted to and to do different things with my content and to you know explore the city I live in and share that and everything and all that good stuff I just didn't really have the time to do all of that so I was basically putting in bare minimum effort with my content on YouTube but how can I expect to find this positive change in the YouTube space for myself like I was working my corporate job fully expecting that one day I'd just wake up and there would just be this positive change and I would be able to I'd feel more comfortable quitting my full-time job and a lot of the reason why I felt uncomfortable quitting my full-time job was because I was losing the stability of the paycheck and the reputability of working for the company I was working for but at the end of the day you know I was thinking oh but if something happened to where I could quit I would quit basically instead of just taking the chance on myself and doing it myself which is you know like I said a lot easier said than done but how can I expect to find the positive change in a totally different area by keeping myself in the same environment, aka my corporate full-time job, that I felt stuck and drained in. Quitting has already, I mean, it's been a month since, tomorrow is actually the day that this episode comes out is a month since my last day of work, which is absolutely crazy to think about. But quitting has already allowed me to dream bigger and do more with my content that I wasn't able to do before. And I have already noticed so much positive change in, I mean, my work, ethic right now for YouTube and stuff absolutely off the charts like I it it was funny because my husband and I were talking and I was like it's hilarious because I was like ugh and I hate that I'm having the work late during busy season when I was working my corporate full-time job and everything and ugh I hate that I'm having the work on the weekend but you know and then this past week I'm like up till midnight editing and I'm like I edited for a lot of the time yesterday on Saturday and I'm like you know nothing changed but everything changed at the same time you know what I mean but it makes a world of a difference doing something that I love and care about and that isn't you know ultimately draining me at the end of the day and obviously with content creating it's absolutely a different story because it's not like I'm you know glued to my computer Monday through Friday as well eight hours of the day it's more so on my own terms and with the timing of when content's due and everything like that so I know that it's you know not necessarily the best um thing because it's not the best thing to say I guess I should say because it's not totally accurate to compare it's not comparing apples to apples I guess you could say anyways but 
I just, I'm, I'm more motivated. I can put more time and effort into my content. And taking that leap of faith and getting out of my comfort zone of stability has allowed so much goodness into my life already. I have just seriously held on to stability for dear life in terms of, you know, the paycheck every two weeks and in terms of having what others consider a safe and a good job. I have just absolutely put that on a pedestal and at the very top of my list when it comes to things I prioritize and it is crazy to, you know, reel it, to think about how reeling that in a little bit and being like, you know what, let's be, let's not prioritize this as much and let's take a little bit of a chance on ourselves because you're always going to wonder what if, if you never do. And you're ultimately just self-sabotaging if you don't take a chance because I would have just stayed in my job forever rather than changing jobs because that was just the easy thing to do or easier thing to do. But I have booked more in campaigns for January than I did in the first quarter and even first half of the year last year. And I know that it's, like I said, only been a month of me working for myself. But I let the good in by quitting the job that was putting me in a dark place mentally and emotionally. And the good has gotten even better. And I know that things will ebb and flow naturally and that's just part of life. I'm not sitting here saying like, yep, I I, I don't, I'm not saying all this to be like flashy or bragging. I promise it's more so of me just saying like, please, for the love of God, believe in yourself a little bit. Like, oh my gosh. Because when I tell y'all, I seriously did not, I mean, subconsciously, I I wanted so much change for myself and I wanted to make all of these changes, but I just didn't believe I could do it. And honestly, if I wouldn't have set that deadline of quitting my job in December, which, you know, if you don't remember me talking about that, I literally set the deadline January or really December of 2022. My therapist and I, we set a deadline of December 2023. I'm quitting this job because I know that it is not right for me. It is not in alignment with my values and what I want in a career. And I, I will stay in it as long as I can, which December 2023 was what made the most sense for me. And I'm so glad I did stay in next year because I learned so much more and it provided a lot of stability during a very expensive year with, you know, getting married and everything. But it's just crazy because if I wouldn't have set that deadline, I just don't think I ever would have taken the chance on myself. And setting that deadline almost forced me to believe in myself, you know, because it's, I feel like I see all the time in like success stories of people who, you know, chase their dreams and um, create a company or a brand or a product or something. And they always say, you know, like I, I just had to, it was, it was take a chance on myself and go all in. And, you know, if I fail, then I fail, but at least I tried. And I knew that it was, there was no other option besides success. And I feel like that's what everybody says. Like there, there's no other option when I make this change for myself. Like I have no option but to succeed. Like that is all I can believe in for myself. Because if I don't even believe that for myself, who will? And that's kind of like what it came to. Because it was kind of just like, okay, if I set this deadline of quitting in December, it's going to put me in a position where I have no choice but to believe in myself. Because if I quit and then I was like, I just still don't really think I could do this, I probably wouldn't be sitting here putting in a ton of effort into editing and everything because I would just feel a little discouraged. But I don't know, I quit and I just all of a sudden had this like fire in me and I literally feel like I ha- I'm a rocket with flames coming out of my rear end. Like that's literally how I feel right now because I'm just like so fired up and it's just crazy because making the decision to be like, you know what, am I scared? Am I scared of not getting brand deals? Am I scared of people hating me? Am I scared of not having what I need to support myself through this? Yes, 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 and yes. I am terrified. But you know what? I'm going to feel that and I'm going to freaking do it anyway because I have no other option at this point. I mean, I do have other options, but I am not settling. I don't want to settle anymore. And I at least want to give my all to this thing that I feel so passionately about for the time being. And I know that while I do that, while I'm sitting here doing content creating full time forever, for however short or long of a time period it is, I know that it will at least give me the clarity, some sort of clarity that I know I am looking for in regard to my career. It's going to be confirmation that 
okay, yeah, I'm right. I don't want to do this on its own full time for my career. Or actually, no, I think that I can do this. And there's a way that I can build my brand even stronger by creating X company or X brand or X product, whatever it may be. And at the very least, I'm going to gain clarity from the situation instead of just spending my life avoiding going all in on myself and wondering what if I would have done that and always questioning that my whole life. I don't know. Life is just, I I know that it's so much easier said than done to just, you know, take the risk or lose a chance and to feel the fear and do it anyway and all of those freaking motivational quotes because trust me, I've been in the position of I just don't feel like it's feasible and I don't feel like I can do it and there are so many limitations that keep us from doing those things but to the extent that you can whatever that looks like it may not look like quitting your job right away it may look like hustling your freaking rear end off for a time period like I was like I feel like I really discount how hard I worked the last two years when it comes to managing what I was managing when it comes to working my full-time job and being a content creator because in hindsight I've basically been working I mean 60 hour weeks, I would say. And even to discount it a little more, 50 hour weeks at minimum, 60. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Definitely during busy season of my full-time job for two years straight because I've been <laughs> consistently uploading content too and I am the only person that is doing all of my content. I'm the one that plans it. I'm the one that records it. I'm the one that edits it. I'm the one that films it. And... I had to do all of that to get where I am today. It didn't just happen overnight. I had to, you know, just really go through the thick of being just overworking myself. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, yeah, hustle culture. You got to work hard. But sometimes that's what it looks like, you know, for the time being for you to get to the point where you are able to go all in on yourself. And if that's what it takes, are you willing to do what it takes to get to that point where you can go all in on yourself? I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit fired up right now, honestly. But anyways, I know that things will ebb and flow naturally, like I said, but I have at least proven at this point to myself that if I put in my all to something, or I'm in the process of proving this, I guess you could say, it will pay off and pay off much more than what putting in my 10% to content creating was. Because when I was working my full-time job, I was really only able to give, you know, a very small fraction of my time and energy to content creating. And I was expecting that, okay, yeah, I'm going to put in my bare minimum effort to this and I'm just going to expect for it to pay off. No, that's freaking silly. Like, in what area of life do you, I don't know. It's kind of just like going to college and literally like never studying and just expecting to pass with flying colors you know what I mean like that it's just not realistic at the end of the day and going all in on myself like I'm able to at least see what happens when I do that and see what that payoff is and how it pays off for me and now I feel silly for just ever expecting any change to happen with content creating in terms of you know expecting to feel more inspired in terms of expecting to experience growth and in terms of expecting to get you know brand deals why was I expecting all of that why was I expecting change in any of those areas to happen when I was standing still in one environment that I didn't care for my corporate job and that was hurting me and only allowing me to give a small part of myself to what I was truly passionate about why did I think that something was going to change it I just feel like I don't want to say I feel like an idiot but I do feel like an idiot for ever thinking that that was going to happen by standing still in that one place why would I expect change there I don't know and I've dreamt of working for myself and being my you know own boss whatever you want to say since I got my first job at 15 years old and I feel like everybody says this when they're content creators or when they own their own business but it's funny because it's like okay yeah we all said that but that's what all of those people are doing at that point you know like they had that desire planted in them and they at some point after doing whatever it took 
they took the chance on themselves and tried it out and it may not be a forever thing it may be a short-term thing whatever but they at least gave themselves opportunity to find out if it was going to be for them or not and I needed I just felt I needed to take a chance on myself and give myself the opportunity to opportunity to do it now while I'm figuring out either one what else I can do with it or two where I want my career to go long term in regard to a traditional job and ultimately give me that clarity that I'm looking for when it comes to my career and I also want to say you know please know I am not making a villain of corporate jobs and nine to fives in my exam in this example that I just shared I'm not sitting here and saying that everyone needs to hustle hard to become their own boss because I am fully aware that we all have very different goals some of us may want to climb a corporate ladder some of us may just want to you know do a bare minimum effort job so that we have energy for other things outside of our job and we don't want to you know buy into that grind and if you're a frequent listener then you know that this is like a temporary I'm viewing it as a temporary situation for me as of now for the time being with being a content creator full-time while I'm trying to figure out what I want to do and get clarity in my career and I actually think if you can find a nine to five that you can grow in and feel challenged by and feel valued in and that you actually care about I don't think it gets much better than that to be honest like I think that if you can find a solid nine to five that aligns with your career goals and your interests where you are valued and treated with respect and it you know supports you to the extent that you need it to I think that that's amazing because the benefits you get from nine to five you know freaking retirement and health insurance and just you know a lot of times there's mental health benefits and there's wellness benefits there's a lot of benefits that are layered into having a nine to five and they you can't necessarily find them when you're working for yourself and I think that that's kind of part of the reason why I had a hard time leaving my full-time job too because I was like you know what I want these I I want that stability but you know also I kind of want to see what happens when I go all in on myself and so please know I am not making a villain of corporate jobs I am an advocate of them when they are the right fit you know what I mean I'm not but I don't want to sit here and encourage anybody to stay in something that they know isn't right for them you know you have to take steps in order to get out of that situation and that looks like looking at other jobs applying to other jobs and all that good stuff and I know my example with work that I just went on a whole tangent about is very niche with pivoting to content creation but I'm sure a lot of you can apply this same thought process and mindset or even relate to this with a job that maybe you've been in that wasn't right for you and then finding one that is right for you that now makes you feel fired up and you know maybe you're wanting to make a career transition you're in a job that you hate and you have like this inkling in you to do something else and you're feeling very fired up about it and you just know that you need to make the change to get there you know what are the steps you need to take in order to make that change for yourself and I just think that sitting down and identifying those steps is just like the first thing and then asking yourself you know what is standing in between me and this is it self-limiting beliefs is it you know like a financial limitation what is it do I need to get a certain certification what can I do in order to get that certification all those kinds of things and taking those steps is going to make you feel more confident as you make those decisions and take that action and with each step that you take to get closer to that goal you have you're just going to be letting more and more good in and then the good's going to get even better once you you know reach that goal and you get to live in the fruits of your labor from all of that hard work that you put in and all of the action that you took in order to get to that place but ultimately I want to end with this um, keeping yourself in the environment that prohibits you from reaching your goals or taking action on your goals for the sake of comfort is not moving you forward it is keeping you in one place and that is exactly what I was doing with the job I was at and I knew I was going to leave but if I didn't set a deadline I genuinely think I probably would have stayed there a little bit longer or probably a lot longer than I should have and you can't expect change to happen for you especially on its own without making any decisions or taking any action or you know working through discomfort and you especially cannot expect change to happen for you in these very environments that you're feeling stuck in in the first place and what I've noticed in life and the several times that I've been in situations like this where I feel stuck in what I'm doing and where I feel that I really do need to take action even when it's uncomfortable in order to create change you 
I've noticed that when you focus on and make more time for the good and let the good in, that good will get even better. And I just think that oftentimes we expect change to happen for us in the very environment that's hurting us. And change can happen in those environments, but ultimately a lot of the times it's us that needs to initiate that change and we need to be taking the action for that change to happen. And it's it was just silly for me, like I said, to ever expect any positive change to happen for content creating when I was only able to give a fraction of my time to it and I was keeping myself still in an environment that was really, you know, just chipping away at my existence in terms of just like my mental health and my emotional health day by day. Um, And I just think that that's worth noting because I think that we just sometimes get so scared of doing the uncomfortable thing and doing something that maybe somebody else doesn't approve of or just doing something that we haven't really done before and that scares us. And we would, we think that if we just stay in our environment that we know isn't right for us, that maybe one day we'll just wake up and that change will happen. But seriously, it's not going to happen that way. And it's especially not going to happen if you're just keeping yourself, your two feet still in the very environment that you know you don't need to be in, basically. But I hope this episode was inspiring for you all. I wasn't expecting it to be this long. Um, A lot of this, a lot of these talking points were planned, but also a lot of it, I just got very fired up and just started freaking babbling on and becoming a motivational speaker for a minute um so I hope that it was inspiring for you all and like I said I I am very aware that I am in a position of just utter privilege when it comes to being able to take this chance on myself and I owe all of that to you all so I can't say thank you enough because I wouldn't be able to take this chance on myself if it wasn't for your support so I absolutely feel as though it is necessary for me to say that and I know that it's maybe not the most relatable situation, but I at least want to encourage you to take what I said and apply it to your own life, you know, and see what is what is it that you feel an itch to take a chance on yourself. And it doesn't even have to be related to your job. It can literally just be saying, you know, I'm tired of making excuses when it comes to my social life, when it comes to my physical health, when it comes to my mental health, and I'm going to take a chance and go all in on myself in blank area this year I am encouraging you all to do that you know identify those steps that you need to take see what's standing between you and taking those steps and then you know get it started and open that door and start letting that good trickle in with each action you take and thank you all so much for listening this week and I hope you all enjoyed the episode like I said hope it was inspiring for you all and I hope you all have a wonderful day or evening whenever you're listening to this and I will talk to you all next Monday